Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Comic Source Comic Boom collaboration. Continuing with Spawn Daily, we're up to issue number 49. Like I said, for the last couple issues, it really feels like we're building to something special with issue number 50. So we'll see if that continues in this particular issue. We're also continuing with the trade-off for the art team with Tony Daniel and Kevin Conrad doing every other issue and then Greg Capullo and Todd McFarlane doing uh, the others. Let's go ahead and jump on to the credits page as I share my screen. Well, maybe I'll give you a chance to check out the cover first. A pretty brutal looking cover there from uh, Greg Capullo with what looks to be Spawn's face just being pulled apart, uh, kind of gruesome. But uh, we check out the credits page, Helter Skelter, story by Todd McFarlane, pencils Greg Capullo, inks Danny Mickey uh, this time. So not, McFarlane's handling none of the art duties now. Uh, Tom Marzakowski on letters, Brian Haberlin and Dan Camp handle the colors. We do see the recap for issue number 48 uh, with uh, Sam and Twitch getting uh, new digs, as it says here. For their uh, agency, they get the envelope. It's got uh, some evidence about some of the other men that were involved with Chief Banks and a request for a meeting. So they're trying to decide what to do with that. Meanwhile, Cog uh, confronts Spawn in Rat City, telling him that uh, he needs to do better and he's got to get his costume under control or it's going to uh, take him away. Terry finally finds concrete proof about Wynn's wrongdoings, but when he goes to ask his secretary to put it somewhere safe, Wynn walks in having overheard and says, hey, I, yeah, let's show, why don't you show me what you found. And Terry's able to kind of dodge and dissemble and say, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want you to read the report until, you know, I have all the facts uh, 100% um, proven. So when he goes back in his office, he actually blacks out, ends up going home early, doesn't tell Wanda because he's afraid of upsetting her. But clearly, there's something going on with uh, with Terry's health. And uh, the issue ends, issue 48 ends with Spawn going to Bobby and saying, tell everybody I've left, but I'm not going to leave. I'm really going to be hiding out because it does seem like Spawn finally is acknowledging that there's something going on with him that's not good. Uh, and that is borne out here in the first page of issue 49. Spawn's scared. He goes to talk to grandma blake he says something's happened to me i can't seem to do anything about it things are changing they're spinning out of control i don't know what to do and grandma blake you know she reassures him you're you know you're a good person you're an, an angel god sent you back for a reason and you know you have to keep uh keep the faith so to speak and even if you have inner demons you have to uh, conquer them because you know everybody has inner demons and Al's like, I just don't know that I'll see you again. Seems like he's going to go into hiding, as I mentioned. So uh, whether or not he'll see Grandma Blake again anytime soon remains to be seen. So meanwhile, Terry finally makes it to the doctor. The doctor gives him a, an examination, doesn't necessarily find anything wrong. Um, and Terry goes back and forth thinking that he's uh, worried for no reason and thinking he's just about to die. <laughs> so he's definitely stressed out. I'm sure part of it has to do with his new job, working so closely for Wynn, but also this cough that just won't seem to go away. Uh, back in Rat City, Spawn continues to create a, a labyrinth, um, almost um, a cage for himself, 
Uh, he just feels like things are out of control. He's tired of being attacked and he's tired of lashing out and he's tired of the costume having a mind of its own and, you know, the costume having been born in hell and craving evil and violence and blood. Spawn thinks apparently the best thing he can do is to, um, to just hide himself away. So while he's doing that, Cogliostro comes into the alley and sees that Spawn has built this, this cage. Uh, he's built his own personal asylum is the way Cogliostro puts it. And he's thinking that he needs to find a way in to make sure that Spawn is okay because uh, he, he believes that um, Al is, is better than this, basically. Um, so he's yelling out, Al, where's the opening? Cogliostro knows that if Spawn does kind of seal himself off with the limited knowledge he has with the costume continuing to evolve, it's a surefire way for uh, the costume to take over for good. So <clears throat> meanwhile, we check in on uh, the clown violator, and he's thinking about having to use Jason Wynn to manipulate Spawn and how it feels like a little bit of a waste. He wishes he could just be hands-on, but at least Wynn is easy to manipulate, whether he needs him to play the hero, or the scapegoat, or the assassin, or the politician. It seems that Wynn's up to the task. And as he's uh, thinking about this, all of a sudden, he senses something, and he gets really, really excited. He said, this is perfect. Simmons is actually getting crapped on by his own symbiote. I may not even have to continue working with Jason Wynn. Uh, I can't believe this could happen so fast. This costume could evolve so fast. Uh, before I know it, Al Simmons is going to be back in hell and I'll, I'll be able to claim victory. So uh, what exactly is the costume doing? We see on the next page, Cogliostro finally manages to break into this prison that Spawn has made for himself. And we see that the costume has sort of grown, you know, out of control. It's got Al Simmons in. Uh, basically splayed out in the air. The costume is, has him locked down. He's, he's trapped. He can't get away. And it senses Cogliostro pretty quickly, the cape itself, um, and grabs him and, and literally eats him. Um, and all the while Spawn's thinking, you know, I, I don't, I wish Cogliostro would give me the answers. I, you know, wish he would stop with the cryptic clues and just tell me what's going on. Um, but when he sees Cogliostro get grabbed by this cape that's really mutated beyond anything and looks just hideous, um, he notes the determination in Cogliostro's eyes, even as this cape is, is swallowing him. So uh, there's some convulsions, and it's not too long before the cape spits Cogliostro out and... Cogliostro has been inside the symbiote in a way and has found a way to poison it and weaken it. And he uses some sort of spell, a scream of a dialect, not from this planet, we're told. And all of a sudden, Spawn kind of drops to the ground and all of the, the cape and its, um, its restraints and everything that was uh, keeping Al Simmons uh, captive sort of starts folding back in on itself and, and returning to its normal costume-like state. And once it does that, Cogliostro goes over and uh, right before Spawn loses consciousness, 
Cogliastro is imploring him, you, you got to control it. You got to harness its power. Um, none of us are going to live if you can't find a way to, to cage your demons and keep your costume uh, under control. And just as he's passing out, Spawn says, help, please. Uh, and Cogliastro says quietly as Spawn's laying there unconscious, that's what I've been trying to do, right? That's why I'm here. It's because of you. It's not an accident. We, we need each other but you just don't seem to be listening to me. So meanwhile, Terry Fitzgerald's gone to see a specialist, even though his normal doctor didn't find anything wrong based on the uh, fainting spell. They want to run some tests and make sure that there's uh, there's nothing else going on. So this doctor schedules some tests for Terry. And we also learned that Terry hasn't told anything uh, about the fainting or these tests. Uh, he hasn't told anything to Wanda because he doesn't want to worry her. And even when she calls his office, his secretary tells uh, Wanda that she's in a meeting. So uh, definitely keeping things on the down low from the wife. Never a good idea. Uh, we do get a quick page here, check in on uh, Sigor, who we haven't seen in quite a while. He has finally arrived in New York after about a month of travel. And he's thinking to himself that all he can do is smell the stench of man and he's actually looking for one man in particular, and that's Simmons. So what this guy's uh, tie might be to Al Simmons to spawn, we don't know yet, but uh, he's beautifully rendered by Greg Capullo. I'll say that. Uh, meanwhile, Terry's driving back to the office, uh, thinking about trying to nail uh, Jason Wynn and how he can use the proof that he found to do just that. When he has another blackout, his vision gets blurry, he loses consciousness. Uh, at the worst place at the worst time and he literally gets head-on collision just as he's coming to a head-on collision with uh, an 18-wheel truck so uh, not good to say the least maybe Terry shouldn't have ignored these health problems for so long and now it's a little uh, situation of too little too late meanwhile we check in on Sam and Twitch and uh, through nobody's surprise even though Twitch act surprised i'm sure he certainly isn't but their office their new office is very close to a burger world franchise and so we see that uh sam is is partaking and as they're uh leaving the drive-through there's a big bang and twitch pulls out his gun he's ready to start firing and sam's like calm down dude i know you're on edge with everything that's been going on and clearly twitch is worried about whoever slipped that note under their door but really it was just the car engine uh, blowing up throwing a rod or what have you so uh, we get a hint that maybe maybe sam didn't quite spend all the money on their new digs as it was put uh, but has a little money for some transportation as well as he dangles some keys in uh in front of twitch uh, meanwhile Juan is at home ironing when the phone rings it's the nypd and they're calling to tell her that her husband has been in an accident and before they can even finish telling her, she's already dropped the phone, grabbed Cyan, I guess, and, and she's out the door. So uh, I guess the the health scare, the health issues of, of Terry Fitzgerald come to a head far quicker than we might have thought otherwise. Uh, meanwhile, Spawn's having plenty of issues of his own with his costume. We pretty much checked in on everybody here. We didn't see Jason win, but we did get a, a quick visit with Grandma Blake and uh her her belief that her uh that alice is is definitely on the side of angels but that didn't necessarily seem to 
really give Al the hope that maybe he needed because it was not too long before he's, you know, strung up by his costume. So what Cagliostro did to the costume, how he managed to let it eat him and then spit him out. Uh, we don't know. I'm kind of on outside, like Cagliostro's, you know, making all these hints and keeps telling you, you need to do this. You need to do that. I mean, I, if I was fun, I'd be asking like specific questions. Like, tell me your history. Sit down and tell me your story. How do you know this stuff? Why should I listen to you, basically? Um, but it certainly seems like he's going to be needing Cogliostro's help if uh, this costume continues to be uh, a problem the way that it has been. So all in all, a solid issue. Does feel like a little bit of setup. Again, leading into that issue 50. Uh, next issue, I guess. Uh, the art by Greg Capullo is fantastic. I I, if you didn't tell me that McFarland didn't ink this, I don't know that I would have realized, uh, you know, the fact that it's Danny Mickey inks. I mean, it looks very much like the Capullo uh, McFarland team in terms of, of what the art itself looks like. I mean, it might just be a little less dynamic, um, but I think overall the art is really strong and so are the colors. So, yeah, Spawn continues to be uh, a lot of fun. I'm definitely looking forward to, to hitting issue 50 and finding out what uh, big doings uh, McFarlane has planned. Uh, it'd be also be interesting to see if uh, he stays off the inking duties and he's turned over the art duties completely to Capullo and Mickey, uh, as he has in the, um, I guess, the even number is issues with Tony Daniel and Kevin Conrad. So uh, anyway, that's going to do it. Kind of a short one this time. Like I said, a bit of a setup issue. Can't wait to see what happens in issue 50. I know it's double-sized, so we'll be back with that one tomorrow. Uh, as always, we really appreciate you joining us, and we'll talk to you next time. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecomicsource. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.